Well, let's jump right into it today. I don't know if any of you noticed, but the last podcast I did, I royally, royally messed up. So basically what I did was this, the way you record this stuff, it, I can do like add-ons. Well, I didn't realize that it was adding on to another podcast and quite honestly, I couldn't figure out how to, um, like take it off of there and make it its own. And unfortunately, like once I do a podcast, it seems like then I try to do like the exact same thing. Cause I really do speak from the heart on these. And I just kind of talk about whatever, uh, comes to mind. I don't, yeah, I have a subject, but I don't like plan it all out because I want it to really, I really do. I want it to come from my heart, from my gut. Like I just want it to speak to you guys. And so I want to just be like having a conversation and so I don't plan it out. And then when I mess them up and I try to redo them, then they just don't flow and they're just not, I don't know. And uh, yes, of course I have my squirrel moments and all of that, but, um, so anyways, I thought, well, I'm just going to add it after the other one. So for those of you who figured that out and still listen to that Mother's Day one, um, I'm really glad you did. And hopefully that resonated with you. And if you haven't listened to that one, go back. It's I, I wrote like it's a bonus episode because you get a twofer. It's basically you have more control than what you think you do is the first one. And then after that starts uh, Mother's Day podcast. So having said that today's, I have a quote and this is something, this is a subject that I don't think I've really talked a lot about, but, uh, I, I really think that it comes down to the same, this, this all does circle back to how we feel about ourselves basically is the quality of our life. I, I truly believe that from the, from my toes to the top of my head and the quote that I read was no relationship is all sunshine, but two people can share one umbrella and survive the storm together. So today's podcast is going to be on relationships and I'm going to talk about marriage. Um, I've been married to my husband for 25 years. We're coming up on 26 and we have, uh, been together. We met 30 years ago. So I feel like I know just a smidge about uh, marriage. I still adore him. Literally, we uh, we want to be together. Like we don't do a lot of stuff apart. Um, not that we can't, but we we choose not to. And you know, I we got interviewed in the uh, in our town newspaper for like 25 year anniversary. And I didn't explain this very well. And since then, I feel like I've gotten a better definition of why our marriage has been successful. And what I've come up with is my happiness is not Mike's responsibility. Mike's happiness is not my responsibility. He is responsible for his happiness and I am responsible for mine. If I am not happy or confident or, you know, just 
at peace. He can't do that for me. That is not his job. It is not my job to make him happy. Now, do we enhance each other's lives? Heck yes. But that is where I think the magic sauce is. Because we enhance each other. I, for a while, look, have we had, has every single day of our marriage been roses and tea parties? Well, heavens no. But I'm going to say, honestly, 99% of our days have been. You know, sometimes you have to pick your battles too, don't you? Like, does he do stuff that drives me absolutely batshit crazy? <laughs> yeah. As well as I am sure that he does stuff that drives me batshit crazy or that, that drives him batshit crazy. But, you know, you, you have to look past that because the way I see it is I'm not perfect. Why should I expect him to be perfect? There is no perfect person and there is no perfect relationship. Now, one tip that I can give you is don't read romance novels. Ladies, it sets you up for failure. There is very, I'm going to say very few, I'm not going to say no, but there are very few men that can live up to a Harlequin romance novel. Now let's be real. <laughs> real life comes in. Now does Mike have moments where he does super sweet stuff? Yes, absolutely. But is it every day and continuous? No, like not grand gestures. I will tell you one thing that he does, and I'm sure I've mentioned on this podcast before, but he makes my iced tea for me every single morning. When I walk out of the bathroom, because he goes to the kitchen before I do, when I walk out of the bathroom, or yes, into the, into the kitchen, there is a iced tea waiting for me. That means more to me than anything, any like big gift that he can buy me, diamonds, whatever. If I want diamonds, I can go buy them myself. You know, it's, it's the thing it's, he thinks about me and that that's what that says to me. Now, full disclosure, my love language is acts of, um, kindness or acts, uh, like I, acts of service is my love language. If you've never taken that test, I would highly, highly recommend taking that test. It was so crazy. Now I, we only took that test like maybe two years ago, but it was absolutely crazy. I would have never guessed that Mike's love language was like, uh, words of praise, or I don't remember exactly what it is, what it's called, but basically he likes to be told that, you know, he's that 
I love him and, and he's wonderful and he's great. He likes to hear that. Now me, that was really low on my list. I liked, so acts of service. If, if you do something that makes my life a little bit easier to me, that is a huge gesture of you took time out of your day to do something for me to make my life easier. So that's, that's what, uh, gets me excited. Gifts were my last love language. Now, I'm going to assume it's because, like, I truly feel like I am, like, financially independent. Like, I can just, I can go get whatever I want if I want to. Like, obviously within reason. But if I really want something, I could, I could go get it. But acts of service. So even when, like, um, it's not just in your, uh, love relationships when friends will do something, um, that makes my life just a little bit easier. I mean, if I, if th that really, um, makes me feel secure and loved. Now, if I come home and Mike's doing the dishes, I'm like, ha, he is the best man ever. And he does that a lot and he helps with the laundry and he does, that kind of thing. But I would recommend if you have not taken that test, I would definitely, uh, recommend taking that test to find out what your partner's love language is. You might be surprised. And when you look at it from when, so for me, like I would just do acts of service for him because that's my love language. I just assumed that that was his. And that's not that that was low on his list. Now, again, the speaking of love to him, that was, high. and now that I know that, and I think back, I'm like, okay, that makes sense. And then you can, it's not that it's fake and it's pushed, but because I know that that is what pleases him and, and makes him feel good then I can insert that out like through the day. So I might just send him a random text that says, you know, I love you. You're amazing. Um, just whatever, just something random. And I know that that lights him up. Now, having said that, I'm going to go back to the part where it is not his job to make me happy and it's not my job to make him happy. I truly believe that that has 1000% been the secret sauce to our marriage. I have to do the work to keep myself motivated and excited and uh, you know, loving life. And he has to do the work on his end. The way I said it was we would be fine in the newspaper. I said like, you know, I don't need him. And it was, it was kind of taken back. It's not that I don't need him because like at the end of the day, I don't need him. If you were using the word for the definition I really don't, but I want him in my life because he enhances it. I hope that makes some sort of sense. 
Now, the other thing that we have done and, and very consistently, now we're not good about date nights. We're not good about, you know, grand vacations, getting away together, all of that. As a matter of fact, I think we've taken, I can think of maybe two vacations that we've taken without our children. And, you know, like I said, well, well since children, Brody's 23, going to be 24. So we, we don't do a lot without our kids. But what we do do is make a conscious effort to make sure that we have a conversation. So, because, you know, guys, life is busy. <clears throat> you know, you're moving along and Monday was super busy and you got ball games at night and you go to bed exhausted at 10 o'clock and you get back up at 4.30 and do it all over again. And then Tuesday is a wash, rinse, repeat. Wednesday is basically a wash, rinse, repeat. Thursday, you know, it's go, 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 go. And by Friday night, I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We need to, we, we probably need to have a conversation. We should probably pretend we like each other. Literally, those are the words I say, you know, and we have fun. I'm goofy. He is goofy. But I will say to him, honey, we probably should pretend we like each other and have a conversation. Because if not, five days turns into 10 days, turns into 15 days. And when you don't have that connection and you don't have that, that's when you start to drift apart. I've seen it when I was in the thick of working finance and I was at 70 plus hours a week, especially when we owned the restaurant, I was working a hundred plus hours a week. I mean, it would be weeks and months. And I don't know that we looked at each other, let alone had a conversation. And our kids were littler. They required more attention. It is so important that you make your spouse, your significant other, your partner, whatever that is for you. It is so important that you make them a priority. Again, it's not to make them happy because that's their job. But it's just to put your relationship as a priority. Because what we prioritize, we take care of. When we don't put any value on our relationship, and that's basically what you're saying, when you don't speak to each other for weeks. And, I, and I'm not talking about, hey, did you take the trash out? I'm talking about a conversation. Even if it's just, how was your day? Tell me about it. Is there something I could do that would help make your life easier? Those kind of conversations. Not, did you get Jimmy to school? Did you take the trash out? Um, did you wash my jeans? No, those aren't conversations. Those are statements. Those are questions. A really like conversation about what's going on in their life, what's going on in your life. And guys, I'm telling you, I think it's, it's really what has been the foundation for 
um, a 25 plus year marriage. So hopefully you're, I know this isn't uh, normally what I talk about and hopefully it helped you a little bit and you enjoyed it. If you would like to jump on a 30 minute coaching call with me, I would absolutely love it. I have done a couple of them and they have been, um, I, I think they've been great. So, um, you can reach me at jamielangamcoaching at gmail.com. You can also reach me on Facebook at Jamie Langham. Um, also Instagram is Langham Jamie. And I look forward to hearing from you. I hope you have an amazing day. Please don't forget that no one determines your day but you. So that's your responsibility too, <laughs> to make it amazing. All right, guys, until next time, talk soon.